0: To find beauty in every day, you have to see yourself. Welcome back to Invisible Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Tyra Marie, hanging out in the Podcast Town studio where we have a guest. So there's like a live audience vibe going on in here. I'm digging it, though. This is preparation for the future. Today, I just want to encourage you to go inside for clarity because social media can just be misleading. People often look like they're winning, but we truly never know their internal battles. We've all faced them, and some are facing them right now. And sometimes we have to show that vulnerability. Not too much, though. There are some people who will cry hysterically on social media, and I'm not saying... (laughs) Whether you should or you shouldn't, but just being honest with your journey and not giving up the I'm winning in life and nothing's ever wrong. Because unfortunately, people believe that narrative. So when I went inside and I looked for clarity, I found it was important to identify the moments of my breaking down, my breakthroughs, my breaking the shell, and when I was blooming these moments allowed me to see myself and how survival mode had taken over my life. Who knows about survival mode? Survival mode are the habits in which I'm just using to protect myself. Um, I experienced something in life and it caused me to go into a shell. And every time I see something in these that's similar, I'll respond with a survival mode tactic. And when I was reflecting on that, I was like, Whoa. I got to get out of those molds. Those molds can be detrimental to my career because I am always protecting and never really thriving. And so when I reflect on the breakdowns that I've had throughout my life, I see moments of my spirit saying enough is enough. My faulty foundation had caved. That's how I could. That's the best way I could sum it up. And my breakthroughs, they were tied to things that happened to me, even if they weren't out of my actions. You know, it was out of my control. And so one of the breakthroughs that stands out when I think about my life is when I found lumps on my right breast. And when I tell y'all, it's like I found one. And I was like, maybe I'm tripping. And like for a whole week, I kept checking and I found more and more and more. And I was like, is this happening? Like I hadn't even gone to the doctor because I had to like, how am I experiencing lumps in my breast that I know weren't there prior. And so I went through the motions. Um, I went to my doctor. They ran tests. They did the biopsy. They were not cancerous at the time, thank God. But I had to get them removed. And the narrative, the doctor told me getting them removed would allow me to be able to produce milk if I were ever to have children. So, Yes, I did not have children at that time. Also, I did not have children. I didn't think that I could have children because of a doctor that I had um, encountered in high school told me that I would not be able to. And so I was going through all these layers of why would I get them removed if I can't have kids? But I just felt the need to get them removed. And so I went through that process. I had surgery. I just started dating my now husband. I remember going in like terrified. I always <laughs> you ever have those what if moments or I want to experience that just so I could say I did. I will I never had a surgery. So in the back of my head prior to this, I had wished that I could go into the surgery room and just experience what they do when you have to go through a surgery. No, going through the motions, I was freaking terrified. And so I get dropped off. It's a day surgery. So I'm in and I'm out. She told me and my boyfriend at the time and my mom that it would be an hour surgery. They go through giving you the medicine, you're knocked out. So I don't know anything. I just was expecting to wake up and to see these beautiful faces who had dropped me off. So let me tell y'all how none of that went as planned. First of all, the surgery was longer And they end up calling my boyfriend at the time and my mom and telling them that it was going to be longer. And then it was shorter than the time that they told them. So I'm in surgery longer because there were complications and pulling the lumps out. And when I wake up, they are not in the hospital. I am high off this medicine. I'm like, what just happened? They're explaining to me that there were a few complications in bringing the lumps out. So it may take me a little bit longer to come out of the anesthesia and kind of be myself again. And I'm just looking around in this room by myself. That was a moment of, and I don't know if I ever really communicated to them how scared I was at that moment. Because She was saying how big the lumps were, and she didn't know if they would come back. Granted, they weren't cancerous. It's just like, where did these things come from? How did they start growing in my body? And so I overcame that. I went home that day. They did come back and pick me up (laughs) because I was calling them high, like, where are you? Being extra dramatic, right? And so I go through that whole motion. I had that surgery in, I want to say, 2017. So we fast forward to now 2022. I'm in church service. And actually, I don't know if it was 2017. It could have been before that. It was either 2017 or before that. So it was a handful of years is my point. 2022, I'm in church service. And one of the ladies is opening up service. And she's talking about this experience of waking up in the morning, doing a breast exam, finding a lump, and how she went to the doctor and she prayed over it that God would remove the lump while she's giving this testimony that God does re- remove the lump by the time she goes to the doctor. I'm listening. And I just hear the Holy spirit. Y'all know my beliefs. I believe in Jesus Christ dying. So his Holy spirit dwells. And, uh, The Holy Spirit is just ministering to my soul about the process of me getting the lumps removed was never about the lumps being there. It was about removing generational curses. My mother's journey with being married seven plus times. My grandmother, her dating a married pastor and getting married in the midst of it. What love looked like in my bloodline was not the love that God had for me. And he had to literally physically remove it from my body what? I know, right? But that's the type of faith that I had. But that was a breakthrough moment and understanding what I was seeing in my life that I was just so inspired by what God was doing in my relationship, what he was doing in my heart. He had to bring obstacles and trials through that process. And so that was a breakthrough for me because I realized that God is real in my life, not because it wasn't cancer. It's not because the tumors were removed, but because he took a pattern in my bloodline and exited out with me and I didn't do anything. I may have prayed here and there about it, but I didn't do anything. It was His all all his doing. So greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world is how I leave that. And I've tied a lot of my breakthroughs to my spirituality. It's given me something that I couldn't understand or see without God's view. He sits high and I sit low and his, his bird's eye view has given me clarity. When I think about breaking out of the shell, it allowed life to touch me. These were moments similar to going to Six Flags, right? You're expecting to go there, be all day get on these rides and it's like walking in and all the rides are closed and I could only go to the restaurants because those are the only things open but when I purchased my ticket at the gate they didn't tell me these things that's how I think of breaking out of the shell and letting life reveal itself for me that was my marriage and motherhood period the m's the people at the ticket office who were already married and who already had children did not tell me what I was walking into. No word of advice. They asked questions that meant nothing to me at the time. And now I fully understand. My godmother told me, you make it to year seven, you'll make it through anything. I think year five, it clicked. Ah, I see what she means. <laughs> there are layers. There are layers to the heart. There are layers to relationship. And it is difficult to become one. In motherhood. I will always say the word of God is a blueprint. But in the midst of learning what it means to be a mother, I had to learn how to be a daughter first. There is no blueprint. (laughs) There is no blueprint. I just had to go with the flow and be okay with the mistakes. And so life had touched me with these doses of learning how to be meek, how to be humble and how to accept what I lack and allow God to fill those in. So breaking out of the shell, it came with responsibility And as sometimes it was stewardship. How was I stewarding over the things that I had been blessed with? There are so many women who can't have children. There are so many women who have been through divorce after divorce, who have lost their spouse, who they believe they would be with for the rest of their life. And I had to steward over those blessings and live in gratitude, even though it was difficult. And the last B, this is my B on if that is what it really means. I don't know. But I'm going with it. It's blooming seen the moments in time when my actions words and heart were all in alignment that's what it feels like to bloom my actions were genuine my words were in love and my heart was being checked by God let me tell y'all something that's this season right now and that's this season right now because my words have always been in love but I haven't always done it with tax so he's still working on me (laughs) and all of these areas they birthed out who I am it birthed out Tyra Marie Marie being my middle name, the person that I was born to be, that I've always walked in unconsciously, whether I realize it or not, and Tyra has all the experiences. And when I pair Tyra and Marie together, it's a beautiful journey. It's a journey of highs and lows, mistakes, valleys, destructions, Ah, beautiful sunrises. It's all of that. But they're all training grounds for who I'm supposed to be and who I've become, trustworthy, truthful, and transparent. That's my whole podcast. (laughs) And so I wouldn't have it any other way. I can say that in every aspect of my life. And the question I ask you, can you? Can you say who you have birthed out over these years you're truly proud of, regardless of the highs and lows? Have you embraced who you are at birth and who life has kind of crafted you and molded you to be? You're put on the potter's wheel throughout life, right? Have you stopped surviving and started thriving? Because at the end of the day, survival mode are habits and ways of protection. But thriving, that's true fulfillment. That's embracing and loving every aspect of who you were, who you are, and who you will be. Because at the end of the day, you were created with a purpose. You were created with value. And you just have to believe that. Stop surviving and move to thrive. That's all we've got for today's episode here at Podcast Town Studio. These stories, they connect us. The ultimate question, what was the journey like to freedom? Wait, freedom is agreeing to disagree, different perspectives, healing from within, all because life and legacy are complex. We see people everywhere, but do we really see them? Their thoughts, griefs, pain, or struggles? To be strong is to heal. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. Remember to breathe. You're stronger than you think. Make sure you stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Invisible Talks Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyra Elin.